Darkcast Network. Welcome to the dark side of podcasting. Listening to Castles and Cryptids, where the castles are haunted and the cryptids are cryptic as fuck. And I'm your host, Alana. I'm Kelsey. And it is October, and I couldn't be happier because it's the most yeah. wonderful time of the year. <laughs> uh, the best time of year. Yeah. I was just saying to Kelsey, I don't want to throw a Halloween party. I want to have an excuse to get dressed up. Yeah, we don't always get to do that, and then like COVID coming, and like, oh, yeah, I haven't been to a Halloween stuff. party since pre-COVID. Yeah, like, like, mm, not even dressed up. Like, people didn't really dress up at my work or anything the last couple of years. <clears throat> not really. Yeah, at my work, there's like a handful of people that do. Sometimes the managers do. Uh, we'll yeah. see. I still have my Wednesday Adams costume. I just have to rebraid her hair. So if I am working, I am definitely dressing up as Wednesday oh. Adams because I get to be a supervisor at Frontline. And when they call somebody, call me over, then I can just be Wednesday Adams. Right. Um, yeah, that's the one. We have a picture of us dressed up. You're in that one. And I was just in like Daenerys wig and costume. So I think I'm in the blonde. Yeah. So, but this time I do have that um, redhead wig I have now. And then Pat, Pat, he has these elf ears you can put on your ears. And I wore it to D&D one time. It's like kind of annoying because the ears like kind of want to fall off. And then like my glasses are there and stuff. But like, yeah, (laughs) I could do something with that. Yeah. Who's to say? My sister always has good costumes. Um. I used to get pretty creative without it. With about it, I I think I've mentioned before about like my zombie Anne of Green Gables and <laughs> just random ones that are. Oh, I don't remember that. No, I mean no. like yeah, it was a couple weird things. It wasn't just like uh, a princess every year. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I remember my friend Randy Don was a princess a couple times, even though we're both pretty much tomboys. So it's kind of funny, but. <laughs> You go with what you have or what you can make, you know. I was a witch (laughs) a lot of the time. Uh, Yeah. That's a good one. You get the hat, right? Then you're like, okay. (laughs) Yeah. My mom would buy, like, uh, I think one time it was literally just, like, a swatch of, like, kind of blue, not blue, black, like, crushed velvet kind of thing. She literally just basically made it into a poncho I was really little I think I was around 10 so she just cut a <laughs> neck hole out of it and then like armholes nice. and I think put a couple like stitches so I could like wear it like a poncho and right. then I had my hat and, to, and that and was my costume like a, yeah no I like that because it's actually more authentic than some of the ones that have <laughs> just like plastic or like yeah <laughs> they used to have ones when I was a kid where it's like you know it's a suit and then it's like a picture on the front the chest of it of what you're supposed to yes maybe i'm thinking well yeah there was definitely costumes like that and then just like literal outfits where you're like i had like care bear shirt sweatpants 
matching sets oh and stuff. <laughs> but yeah, man. Yeah. Oh, dressing up. It can be fun. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Yeah, I like seeing man. all the kids dressed up and they're all so excited <laughs> to get candy and show off their costumes going door to door. Yeah. And they're like waddling around and yes. masks and head things are falling down and getting in their eyes. And, and the <laughs> parents are cold. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, I know. I'm hoping the weather holds because it's like it's not yeah. been pretty too cold yet. A little chilly. I've seen the little rabbit or I've seen the little rabbit <clears throat> that um, hangs around the edge of the parking lot at work now. And he, oh, okay. he hangs out by like a little concrete pole and he huddles there and I'm like, oh, it's windy today. You're gonna, you know, they make themselves into like a little ball. <laughs> yeah. So cute. I still have my one that's living in my yard. Every time I oh. go through my yard, it's in the same spot. Uh-huh. Have you named him? I named no. the parking lot bunny. His name is Jasper. I... Jasper, <laughs> I like that. I... I will take a picture of him and oh, yes. maybe we can take votes on a name uh, or something on like social <laughs> media or yeah, probably like Instagram yeah. would be the best. Yeah. 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 Because we had the two geese at our old office, but I have enough geese in my own neighborhood that I can look at it. <laughs> I saw them. They're all hanging out on a dock today. I was like, oh, nice. the water must be chilly because it like. It was a little bit windy earlier, but <clears throat> still been so nice here. So, like, I'm like, the geese haven't left. They're probably just like, hell yeah, I'm chilling on this dock. I'm sunning myself. And they were all just, like, <laughs> hanging out. Yeah. Like, I'm like, all right, all right. Sun's out, bun's out, right, guys? <laughs> <laughs> the geese equivalent of buns. <laughs> Oh, like it's like when ducks or whatever, yeah, they go underwater and they're little. They stick their butt <laughs> up, yeah, up. yeah. <laughs> Just so cute. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Well, do you want a freaky fact before we dive into our topic? <gasps> sure. <laughs> okay. Of course. Um, I have a quick one from my spooky season list. <clears throat> it's alchemists uh used brain matter as an ingredient for an elixir of eternal life oh nicholas flamel hello yeah (laughs) egyptians what is this yeah they had that on hand (laughs) yeah Um, liquefied brains yeah so the little blurb I have about that is just in the 1600s, John French was an English alchemist who used brain matter for his concoctions. Another horrifying fact about his elixirs was that he stored it in horse manure for months and then drank it after. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Ew, what the heck? Yeah, but stored it. Like, it would still have to I... be in a vessel. <laughs> Else how would you keep it? intact in the manure i mean yeah because elixirs are typically liquids so how would you store yeah. a liquid inside yeah. of manure yeah it's like packing your beer in the snow i guess i don't know <laughs> unless like he's that. like he made pottery out of horse manure and then stored it inside of there but it was like oh. dried out maybe 
A clay made of road yeah. apples. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's what they mean. They just worded it extremely poorly. We could hope. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, they used, as we learned, I think that we mentioned that in our alchemy um, Patreon episode. Uh, like, or, or I've heard it in other places, like urine's been used in a lot of different weird mixes yeah. and stuff. I think sometimes, like, just, yeah, there wasn't a lot of water used in a whole, uh, or drunk back in the day, because it it oftentimes just had, like, toxins in it and stuff, right? So people would drink ale and weak beer and stuff and not drink any water at all, so it could have something to do with that, but sometimes they're just like, oh, the pure urine of a small boy. <laughs> That's what this calls oh. for. And you're like, great. That's disgusting. <laughs> Dish it up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh. oh my god. Well... That's Apple. that's our Patreon episode. You guys can go listen to that if you want, but that's not our topic for the week. <laughs> no. We have nice segue. <laughs> some creepy Reddit stories. Uh yeah, we do. Mm-hmm. I've kind <laughs> of like a creepy pasta type fictional story that was written. Uh, what? it actually you're supposed to let us guess no it's okay <laughs> no we said we weren't doing that this time uh, no not like a not like a guess which one's the real story kind of thing no yeah but that is fun uh, that I I liked when we did that I'm just saying yes because you're sitting there like trying to figure everything out being like mm-hmm. is this realistic or not I know they but... can be written very very well either way yeah, this one I think is written very well. That's why I chose it. It was actually, there must be some sort of contest they do each year because this uh, in the post on Reddit said it was voted scariest story of 2022 on like Reddit. So, oh, yeah, there must be some sort okay. of like competition they do that this got submitted to and people That's voted for it. Well, there yeah. are, there are just um, awards that like like as oh, much as okay. you can upvote posts, like you can also give awards. But that yeah doesn't sound like they don't use. You have to hover over them, and they're usually like okay. gold award for like coolest story I read today. Like it's not like you know. Oh like, no, this was like, like official Guinness and Book world records. Yeah, that sounds more like when I was. Official looking up stories what settled me on this one was i kept looking up lists of stories on reddit and people would link like their personal favorite ones to read and this was on almost everybody's list and i was like okay i just need to read this one because it seems to be on everybody's list and that's how i i found it Uh, i kept getting mentioned and all these things about yeah creepy fictional stories people had written so the only famous stories i know on tiktok are or TikTok. What the fuck? <laughs> Sorry. Reddit are um like there's one about the poop knife and uh yeah, that's scary oh. in a different way because it's just <laughs> I people think I have to have that on hand because their poops are always that big, which that's not good. 
if that problem persists, you got to go to your doctor because uh, <laughs> we had that problem with our child for a while. We we're like, no, no, you, your poops shouldn't like clog the toilet. They should be that big. Like you're not pooping uh, enough. <laughs> it shouldn't. It should go down of its own accord. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. So, okay, and now I'm in, I'm intrigued. <laughs> yes. This was posted by user Malia girl 1314. Yeah, we'll have a link to it if you want to read it. It's pretty long. I was telling Alana I had to <laughs> kind of space it out and then when I copied it from Reddit for some reason it didn't separate it into like the same format it had been on Reddit and then yeah. I had to kind of make my own paragraphs really quickly and then space mm. stuff out a bit more. And it ended up being like 17 pages, which is like 10 pages more than I normally do. <laughs> so let's do this. <laughs> I mean, do you think we sit there and write 17 pages every week? Oh, my God. No. Fuck <laughs> that. Couldn't do that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It copies weird. Sometimes I find it copies even like um like a light gray color too where i'm like yes like a black font <laughs> this i think is slightly off from black it doesn't seem like it's black uh at least they let yeah, you copy it. it there's like our mm. we have this page at work that's like an internal like sort of facebooky sort of whatever you know what I'm talking about? The backyard. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, and, it, like, if you try to print from that, it'll be, like, gobbledygook. It, like, won't let you print yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah, they make This, it, it basically yeah. print, like, copied as, like, a whole stream. Like, there was no breaks, no lines, no sentences. It was... Uh, it was awful. So I have I to kind of quickly... Like, oh, you know when you're, like, doing bullet point, too, and then you copy and paste something and it all goes in bullet point? I'm like, you didn't necessarily have to make that big paragraph into different bullets. Sometimes I hate yeah, that. But right. Just a preference. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so this one, I hope you guys enjoy. I thought it was interesting when I was reading it. I really enjoyed it. Um, so, oh, shoot. Does it not have... Hold on, let me try and get the title of the story. I think it actually has a title. Oh, okay, yeah. They, they, I think they have to, just because it's a post, yeah. Oh, I think this was on the No Sleep, No Sleep, like, subreddit. I think that's what it was. Yeah, that was, um, okay, that makes sense, yeah, because they're creepypasta yeah. type ones. Maybe I'll just read it off of Reddit. <laughs> kind of like this format better. Anyway, um... <laughs> Fair enough. It's the top part says my wife has been peeking at me from around corners and behind furniture. It's gone from weird to terrifying. I just I like the, the peeking gives me a yes. little shivery. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. I felt cool. the same way. So it says my wife Lynn and I have been together for six years and married for eleven months. Our our entire history together has been very normal, and never once have I noticed any weird behaviors or red flags. I can't stress enough how out of character this whole thing is for her. Okay. <laughs> Lynn is She's normal, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Lynn is very kind, intelligent, and thoughtful. She's always been no a no-nonsense type of person. Being childish or trying to scare me is not something she'd normally do. 
Oh, so she it's not cranky eat- like my friend Angie, who is like, no. I'll hide in the bathroom and scare my boyfriend. <laughs> oh, no. Not at all. <sighs> yeah, okay. <laughs> she didn't even like watching horror movies. When we first started dating, she agreed to watch The Shining with me because she knew how much I loved horror. She Aww, was so scared that she love. didn't even... <laughs> yeah. She was so scared that she didn't even make it halfway through the movie before we had to turn it off. She isn't into oh. anything creepy and has never been into pranks. It's just not her cup of tea. And that's fine. But that's why, but that's what was so strange about this. It's just so unlike her. <laughs> okay. I should, <laughs> I should also add that she never had any mental health issues. And as far as I'm aware, it doesn't run in her family. I know some people are able to hide their mental health problems, but in the six years we've been together, I think I would have seen some sort of sign. Right. Yeah, like six years is a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you should be getting to know the person. <laughs> yeah. We've known each other uh, more than six years. We're Yeah. We're getting up there. Oh my god, watching New Girl the other day and him and Schmidt and Nick had their ten year anniversaries and they celebrate it and like Schmidt throws <laughs> It's like it's our 10th oh, yeah. anniversary Aww. oh my god i can't do it but it's so cute like i mean i'm saying i don't i'm not good at doing anniversaries and stuff uh, but it was i'm not really cool. either yeah, yeah we don't like have a formal anniversary me and pat we're like well we got together around this time but we didn't make it official because we didn't want to yeah so, yeah yeah <laughs> Uh, Two months ago, I was in the kitchen making myself some coffee before work. I was running a bit late that morning, and I knew I wouldn't be able to make it to Dunkin' Donuts for my usual fix. I took a sip of my coffee. American alert. Just kidding. (laughs) I took a sip of my coffee as I hurried down the hall towards the front door, when I happened to notice Lynn peeking at me from around the corner ahead of me. I could only see her eyes and a strand of her long, dark hair hanging against the wall. Uh, Just creepy. All of this is so creepy. That's so much Yeah. The rest of her body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, very The Ring, The Grudge, like, Japanese horror film. You just see hair and an eye. Yeah. (laughs) The rest of her body was concealed behind the corner. I nearly spilled my coffee when I saw her. I did burn the shit out of my lips. Oh, no. Jesus. Jeez, Lynn, I said, wiping a few drops of coffee from my pants. You scared the shit out of me. She immediately popped out of view like a little kid that had been caught. I heard her scurry off towards the living room, and by the time I got to the front door, she was out of sight. Mm. Okay. It was really weird and just (laughs) totally out of character for her, like I said, but I also found it kind of funny because she was being more playful and a little less serious. I shouted that I loved her and called her a weirdo. As I shut the door behind me, I heard her laughing. Okay. Her so behavior like, was in a normal way. I take it <laughs> for now. <laughs> her behavior was a bit odd, but it certainly wasn't something to call a priest over. I forgot about it by lunch, and by the time I got home, she was her normal self. I didn't bring it up, and neither did she. And life went on. The next incident happened three days later. It was around 2 a.m. and I had woken up to get a drink. And I was standing at the kitchen island jug of OJ in my hand when I felt a strong feeling that I was being watched. 
for whatever reason, I looked down at the floor and saw my wife's smiling face staring back. She was peeking at me from the other side of the island, staring up at me with wide, unblinking eyes and grinning. Grinning like the Cheshire cat. On the like, floor? Oh. Yeah, she's on the floor. I no, screamed. That ain't right. <laughs> I screamed, I'll admit it. Not out of irritation, but fear. For some reason, at that moment, I was scared. At the sound of my scream, Lynn scuttled toward, scuttled backwards out of my view, her hands and feet smacking the tile floor as she hurried out of the kitchen on all fours. <laughs> Gross. Oh, no. I didn't run after her or even yell after her. I just stood there frozen in shock, wondering what the fuck had possessed her to do that. Yeah, so she's not, like, backwards crab walking yet, but this is not good. No, but, like, her <laughs> hands are, like, like, across the yeah. floor. It's so gross. Scuttling uh, is not good. <laughs> no, I don't like that word anymore. Um, It took me a little longer than I'd like to admit to go back upstairs, but I eventually did. When I got to her bedroom, Lynn was lying on her side, asleep, or at least pretending to be. I stood there for a while, watching her breathing to be sure she really was asleep. I had the feeling that she might jump out at me the moment I got into bed, but she didn't. I climbed into bed and she didn't even move. Her breathing was soft and deep, and I was starting to wonder if I dreamt the whole thing. I was like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The next morning, I waited for her to come down for coffee, and after handing her a mug and kissing her cheek, I decided to ask her about it. What was that about last night? I asked, keeping my tone light so it didn't offend or embarrass her. She frowned over her cup of coffee, shaking her head like she had no clue what I was referring to. You were peeking at me from over there, I said, pointing to the spot on the floor by the kitchen island. She followed my gaze, and when she looked back at me, she burst out laughing. She laughed so hard I couldn't help but join her. You creep me the fuck out sometimes, you know that, I said. She giggled and set her cup on the counter and wrapped her arms around my neck. You creep me out all the time, so I guess we're even, she teased. Okay. <laughs> no. We said our good- sure. <laughs> Yeah. We said our goodbyes and left for work, and as I drove I kept thinking about how creepy it had been seeing her grinning at me from behind the island like that. The sounds her hands had made on the floor as she crawled away. I told myself that she was just trying to be silly, just trying to join me in my love of all things horror. It's not like I was afraid of her, but it still didn't sit right with me. I started seeing her peeking at me more and more. Sometimes she'd be peeking out from behind the couch or the living room curtains. Once she even managed to get inside her grandmother's old trunk that sits at the foot of our bed. It's just gross. I hate that. Do not like. That's not where you expect people to be. Yeah. I might not have even known she was there had it. I might not have even known she was there at all had the trunk's old hinges not given her away. She had the lid propped up just enough so that only half of her face peeked through. And she'd she'd been grinning like an excited toddler. It was unnerving. I didn't even know what to say to her. All I could do was stare. And when I finally found my voice, I asked her why on earth she was doing this. She didn't answer, but she just slowly closed the lid, shutting herself inside the trunk. I just walked away, feeling disturbed. 
Oh my god. Okay, yeah, yeah. it's not like you're like, boo! She's just No, like, she's just no. fucking creepy. <laughs> oh my god. Too I didn't much understand. time on your hands. <laughs> right? Like, what does she do for work? This is oh crazy. Oh god. How can you sit I, in a trunk and like that's so claustrophobic? Ugh. Yeah, I didn't understand why she was doing it, but it clearly made her happy. I just hoped, I just <laughs> hoped she would tire of the game quickly. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, Lynn didn't peek at me for the next two weeks. I started to think she was done with her weird prank, and I was relieved. We were watching a show on Netflix one night, and I jokingly said that I hadn't seen her peeking at me lately. And that she must have given up on her spy game. She looked at me. She looked up at me with a small smile and said, "Maybe I've just gotten better at it." Mm. Which is like the oh, I hate it. <laughs> Awful. Great. <laughs> I didn't say anything, but I wondered whether or not she was joking. For the next oh, yeah. few days, I couldn't stop thinking about what she'd said. Was she still peeking at me when I wasn't looking and I just hadn't noticed? And if so, what the hell was she getting out of this? I started to feel paranoid, constantly checking whether she was watching from around the corner or behind a door. I was jumpy whenever I was home and she wasn't in full view of me. I felt stupid and a little crazy. I mean, th yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd be so I'm paranoid. I, I would be 100% insane. Yeah, it sounds like she's purposely gaslighting you. Yes. Possessed. For sure. <laughs> but after a few weeks without another incident, I began to relax. I stopped checking behind furniture and walls and told myself it was just a bad memory. Then a few days ago, things got so much worse. Lynn left to go to a friend's and I lounged on the couch and played a couple games on my laptop. Around 9pm, I hopped in the shower and as I was washing the soap from my hair, I heard... I had that awful feeling that I was being watched. I was slowly opened my eyes and almost had a fucking heart attack. Lynn was peeking from behind the shower curtain, her entire hand her entire head stretched into the shower, leaving just her body outside. Her long dark hair hung against the curtain, the ends dripping with water. Her mouth hung open in a terrible grin, eyes wide and red, as if she hadn't blinked in a while. Oh. I screamed just <laughs> like any horror movie ever. Yeah. So <laughs> I screamed and jumped back against the wall. She didn't move, nor did she, s nor did her smile waver. Her makeup ran down her cheeks in two black streaks. She looked giddy and completely deranged. I was fucking terrified. Good lord. It's like the shining lady. Why are they always yeah. gross in the bathroom? Yeah. First they're sexy, just... then they're gross. <laughs> yeah. I think it's just wet hair. Like, you know, like wet hair in the drain. There's just something about like stringy, dark, wet hair. Just It's the whole no. ring vibes. Um, yeah. We just watched that with Rain. She hadn't seen it. Mm. And it's like, oh, this is this is classic horror. Like it's, it's yeah. referenced, you know, you got to see it. Like everything sure kind of knows it, but. Yeah, like gonna watch yeah. the whole thing, and yeah, she really liked it, and it was good to watch it again. And be like, oh yeah, this is kind of what that all is, and mm -hmm. and then it's it's funny because as we record this, the uh, there was a a solar eclipse again today or whatever, I guess. Or oh, was there? Yeah, 
Oh, okay. supposedly although I don't think we could see it here because I was asking Pat. I was like, wait, oh, can, okay. can we watch it? <laughs> but when you think about it, like when the moon covers the sun and stuff, I was like, oh my god, it literally just like they called it. Oh yeah, it's like the ring, and I'm like, yeah, well, it is yeah. like the ring because that was just like a you know the ring, ring was of basically. Light. Yeah, spoiler, it was the well <laughs> lid covering <Yeah. laughs> over the light. <laughs> yeah. As, as she killed her daughter horribly, you know. I don't like well. Like I think Ugh. any opening, like and it's pitch black yeah. at the other end. I don't want to look into it. Oh, it's so I'm horrifying a- when somebody like gets like falls into a hole or a well or something in yeah. a horror movie and there's just no way out but up. It's it's horrifying, yeah yeah don't love it Mm. uh we stood like that for a few moments neither of us saying a word finally after what felt like forever she slowly pulled her head back out of the shower and i watched her blurry figure through the curtain as she moved backwards towards the bathroom door a second later the bathroom door slammed shut slammed shut hard enough to rattle the mirror i screamed again and jumped out of the shower to lock the door i stayed inside the bathroom for over an hour Maybe I over maybe I, I overreacted to some of you, but joke or not, I wasn't going to put up with the crazy shit anymore. That's what I kept telling <laughs> myself as I paced in my bathroom, stopping to listen at the door every few minutes. Suddenly I heard a muffled sound and I pressed my ear against the bathroom door, straining to listen. I couldn't hear anything, but I envisioned Lynn standing on the other side of the door, giggling at her joke. I oh. felt a surge of anchor. Anger. I was beyond pissed at being made to feel scared in my own home and made to hide in the bathroom for an hour. All for what? Some joke? As if it was a joke, it was an awful one. <sighs> what the fuck, yeah. Lynn? Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, no, it just... Yeah. If you ever have to hide in the bathroom for an hour, the, the joke has gone on too long. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to be stuck in there when they were doing their personal business. <laughs> that's too intimate (laughs) uh what the fuck lynn i snapped this shit is getting really fucking annoying i waited for her to apologize or call me a jerk but instead i heard a faint moan so quiet i wondered if i had heard it at all and then complete silence lynn i called out not able to even hide the shakiness in my voice i got no response just my own heavy breathing i swear to god just fucking stop it i yelled pounding my fist on the door I waited for her to cuss me out, something I would expect from me talking to her like that. I never screamed at her before. But there was nothing, just the occasional drip from the shower head. Mm. I won't... (laughs) Yeah, like eerie silence. Yeah. (laughs) I won't deny that I was scared, too afraid to open the damn door and face my own wife. I waited another 30 minutes or so, which feels like a fucking lifetime when you're scared. I finally decided I wasn't going to spend the night hiding in my bathroom, so I got down on my knees and peered under the door. I almost expected to see her face peeking back at me, but thankfully I didn't. I could see straight down the hallway to the top of the stairs, but no Lynn. I didn't know if she... I didn't know if I should be happy about that or not. I looked for a few minutes waiting to see her head pop up over the top step, but it never came. Mm. I stood up, my hand hovering (laughs) over the door, and mentally prepared myself to open it. I slowly turned the lock with shaky fingers and was about to yank it open when I heard heard a sound that still makes me feel nauseous when I think about it. 
a moan louder than before, but this time I was able to tell just where it was coming from. I turned my head to the closet door as if in slow motion and locked eyes with my wife, who was just peeking out at me from the slight gap. <laughs> Fucking peeking! I know, I'm... Ne- Whatever her name is. <laughs> peeking... Yeah, peeping Lynn. Instead of Lynn, a peeping Tom. Right. Yeah. Well, it said, like, Lynn, so I, I think that they changed the name. Because mm. the first Lynn was in, like, brackets. Um, or air right. quotes. Oh, and sometimes yeah. they're like, they'll be like, start the story like, throw away account because my wife uses Reddit and I don't want her to know yeah. it's me. So they like create their own account, like a new one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, her eyes were still wide as ever and her mouth was hanging open in the most grotesque gaping smile I'd ever seen. I didn't even scream. I was too scared for even that. Her hands were clasping to her chest, bodily, body trembling with sheer delight, as if she could barely contain her excitement. A short, raspy moan bubbled up from her throat, deep and raw, sending a shiver through my entire body. Somehow, I found the ability to pull the bathroom door open and ran as fast as I could all the way down the steps, snagging my keys and phone from the table in the living room before running outside to my car. I could hear her shrill laughter behind me, but I didn't hear her getting closer. I didn't bother shutting the front door. I drove away from the house faster than I legally should have, shivering the entire time. Either from fear or the cold. Maybe a little both. I hadn't grabbed a coat or even a pair of shoes. I was still in my boxers and my hair was still damp. Oh no. (laughs) Just like fucking booked it. (laughs) What? Yeah. I drove straight to my brother Chris's house about 40 minutes away, ignoring any and every call and text I got. I didn't check my phone until I was safely parked in my brother's driveway. Lynn had called four times and sent a flurry of texts, all wondering where I'd gone and why why I had left like that. Um. (laughs) Like, excuse me? Yeah, (laughs) ma'am? I threw my phone at the dash in a rage, furious at her nonchalant attitude. My brother and his wife were surprised to see me, especially dressed in just a pair of boxers, but told me to stay as long as I needed. Chris lent me some clothes and asked what happened. I told him Lynn and I had got into a fight, but didn't get into the details. I didn't want him to think I was overreacting, leaving my wife over a prank, even if it was a strange one. I mean, hadn't I encouraged her for years to lighten up instead of being so serious all the time? That's neither here nor there, sir. Yeah, right? (laughs) I had wanted her... Yeah, beyond. (laughs) Sorry. Yeah. I had wanted her to relax and loosen up, but this was definitely not what I'd had in mind. (laughs) No. More than you bargained for. Yeah. Um, Excuse me. I tried to sleep on their sofa, but my brain wouldn't let me sleep. Every time I closed my eyes, I saw Lynn's face staring at me from inside the closet. Knowing she'd been in there with me the entire time made my skin crawl. She'd never left the fucking bathroom at all. Instead, she'd slipped inside the closet and slammed the bathroom door shut to fool me. So, like, she had been in there with him for, like, that entire hour and a half. Like, okay. I think it's like my um like at my brother's house, like the ensuite. 
mm-hmm. he has like their ensuite bathroom and then the walk-in closet is like inside the bathroom so to like get to the closet you have to go through the bathroom i think that's what the situation was okay yeah so he was like looking at the one door and then she was at the other side of the bathroom like in the closet and he was watching the other door i think right yeah um the mere thought of going back home gave me anxiety i tossed and turned unable to sleep Chris ended up giving me a sleeping pill so I'd be able to get a little rest. My sleep was filled with terrible dreams, all of Lynn's smiling face. I woke up just as the sun started to rise. My sore body ached from the sofa and I felt drained. I knew I'd have to call Lynn at some point, but I didn't know what to say to her. I wouldn't be going home unless she gave me her word she'd never do any more creepy shit. (laughs) I mean, it's honor. Right? I just wanted my wife back. Her normal, serious self never looked so good to me. (laughs) I was contemplating calling her and telling her that when a familiar feeling came over me. I was being watched. I was staring at the ceiling, my heart in my throat. I didn't want to even look away from the... I didn't want to look away, but the longer I ignored the feeling, the worse it got. My eyes drifted away from the ceiling almost on their own. Her face was pressed up against the window beside the couch, staring down at me with the same gaping smile. This is so gross. Drool the smile down. is like those horror movies, like Ready or Not, and then the one that was just called Smile. Smile. That's yeah. the one I I kept picturing. Just like the or yeah, just impossibly like wide yeah. Joker looking smile. Yeah, I said ready or not. That one's not one of the ones that has the weird smiles. It's like truth or dare, I think. There's one that's like, and then they, yeah, they get the weird smile and it's. Maybe, I can't remember that one. Yeah, but I picture like the smile thing or like Pennywise, just like weird. Yeah. Especially this, this one, because he says like she's looking at him from the window. Um, It says drool dribble down her lips, leaving two long streaks down the glass. I didn't know how long she I didn't know how long she'd been there, but something told me she'd been there for a while, possibly all night. Oh Lord. Yeah. I didn't bother screaming, although I was afraid anger trumped my fear. Although I was afraid anger trumped any fear I felt at that moment, I jumped up from the couch and pounded my palm against the glass. Lynn, are you crazy? What the hell is wrong with you? Just go home. Now She didn't move, but her ghastly expression never changed. If anything, her smile only grew, as if she had never been more elated. And he's not at home, he's at uh, a hotel? He's at his brother- he's at his brother's house, like, 40 minutes away. I totally forgot, right. Uh, I could hear Chris and his wife moving around upstairs, as if Lynn could hear- them from her place outside, her head twitched slightly in their direction, she began to close her mouth slowly. Chris called my name from upstairs, obviously concerned. I turned to see him and his wife, Rebecca, hurried down the steps. When I turned back to the window, Lynn was gone. The only sign she'd been there at all was the two streaks of drool still dripping down the glass. (laughs) (laughs) It's so funny, and you said Pennywise, and like I told you earlier that, uh, I don't know if it was on mic, though, that, that, yeah, they're watching it downstairs, (laughs) like, as we speak. (laughs) <laughs> yeah that one does that long drip here. of drool um, oh, his creepy mouth his creepy eyes <laughs> yeah 
<laughs> I tried explaining to Chris and Rebecca about waking up to see Lynn watching me through the window. They were skeptical. Who wouldn't be? Chris and I went outside to the spot in front of the window, but there were no footprints in the dirt, just a slight indent. Animal, probably, Chris guessed, and I didn't argue. He and Rebecca assumed I dreamt the entire episode, but they didn't understand, oh. and I was too tired to explain it to them. They might not believe you. <laughs> yeah. I called out of work that day and turned my cell phone off. I didn't want to face Lynn. Just talking to her was too much for me at that point. Yeah. I really started to believe something was irreversibly wrong with her. That no matter what promises she made, we'd never be the same again. I wouldn't be. <laughs> I mean, until you exercise her, maybe. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> the thought saddened. Yeah. The thought saddened. The thought saddened me to my core. I cried most of the morning. By noon, I figured I was ready to confront her. I give her one last chance to explain herself i could at least give her that after six years i told myself i turned my phone on and saw the dozens of texts and dozens of texts she'd sent all from a seemingly concerned wife can we talk i love you please call me i'm really worried okay. can you answer just come home and more of the same all texts telling me she loved me and she wanted me home how worried she was not a damn one addressing the crazy shit she pulled. Like she hadn't been <laughs> acting like a character from a Stephen King book. <laughs> but um, honey, come home. Yeah. We all float down here. <laughs> Have a red balloon. Uh, <laughs> for our anniversary. <laughs> yeah, which one's that one for again? <laughs> one single years. creepy yeah. red balloon. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I know. Yeah, they get incre it gets increasingly expensive. It's like you know what I mean, like wood, and then before it gets up to like the wait, it's like paper, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I'm not sure if if, if red balloon is after crystal or <laughs> yeah. Uh, even her texts were different. She normally texts novels just to tell me to pick up a loaf of bread. You'd think she would have <laughs> would have more to say to me after her bizarre shenanigans. I call it more right. than shenanigans. <laughs> I know it's it probably putting it mildly. <laughs> yeah. I know it probably seems childish to some of you who are miles away from this situation, but if you saw the way Lynn looked at me, how she scampered away on all fours like some wild animal, grinning at me from inside the closet like a lunatic, then I think you'd find me my reaction was warranted. Right. I ended up staying with Chris and Rebecca for another night. I didn't wake up yesterday until afternoon, and thankfully I didn't see Lynn's face watching me through the window. I didn't want to pry because it's not my place. But is this a fight or something that can be amended? Rebecca asked. She'd made us both a sandwich for lunch, and I knew she wanted to breach the subject without seeming to be nosy. I don't know. I just... She's like a different person, I said, choosing my words carefully. I still wasn't ready for her or Chris to know the full extent of the batshit craziness I had been dealing with. People change, yeah. Ben, but she's still the same woman you married. Maybe you both just need to talk through your issues. Whatever's going on, I'm sure it can be fixed, she said, ever the peacemaker. <laughs> I think it's beyond that now. I don't think talking would help. I just don't trust her, I said. The words stung in my heart. 
I missed and loved my wife, but how could I live with someone like that? Living in constant fear didn't sound too appealing. <laughs> Lynn loves you. She has to be absolutely crushed, she said. I don't know about that, I said. <laughs> like, yeah. You just don't, don't know, know, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, she certainly seemed like it to me. I'd never seen her so upset. Very much unlike the Lynn I know, Rebecca said, shaking her said, head sadly. It took a full minute for her words to fully sink in, and when they finally did, I felt dread worming its way through my skin. Wait, what do you mean? You saw her? You saw Lynn? I asked, my mouth suddenly dry. Rebecca nodded casually as if that fact wasn't nightmare fuel. Maybe for her it wasn't. She stopped by this morning just after Chris left for work, she said, cleaning the plates from the table. I didn't see her car, though. Maybe she took an Uber or something. <laughs> or maybe she ran there like a psycho. <laughs> <laughs> she scampered there on all fours. <laughs> oh, that's even worse. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Back, what did she say? Did she come inside? I asked, sweat dripping... Sweat starting to break out on my forehead. I began looking around, examining corners as though a predator lurked behind them. No, she just asked if you were awake yet, and I said you weren't. <clears throat> I asked if she wanted me to wake you, but she said no, just to let you sleep. She said as she washed the dishes. That's all? She didn't say anything else? I asked. No, she looked awful, though, like she hadn't slept in days. I think you should call her. I got up from the table and thanked Rebecca for lunch. I felt a little bit better at the knowledge that at least she hadn't come inside. Still, I needed to double-check that the doors were locked. I sat for a while trying to figure out what to do next. I didn't want to go home, but I felt that I owed it to Lynn to help her if I could. Hadn't I sworn an oath to love and honor her through sickness and in health? Clearly, she was very sick. <laughs> sick. She's possessed! <laughs> Um, I mean, <laughs> yeah, at some point that you need outer help. <laughs> yeah. If she was sick, which I truly believed she was, I had to try and get her the help she needed. But I didn't even know where to start. I didn't want to call the police. And besides, what the hell was I going to tell them? That my wife was peeking at me? That she was being creepy? As bizarre <laughs> as she'd been, she still hadn't committed any crime. Not yet, anyway. And the police no. would have probably said that I was overreacting. But this wasn't some prank. It felt wrong. Dangerous, even. Like something sinister lurked beneath her smile. <laughs> I knew as her husband that I was well within my rights to have her committed. But what if she what? simply acted normal in their presence? She'd obviously oh been God, able... buddy. <laughs> I know. That was part of it was like, wait, what? <laughs> um... Yeah, what if she simply mm. acted normal in their presence? She'd obviously been able to fool Rebecca into thinking she was just a concerned wife. As long as the doctors didn't find her dangerous to herself or others, they'd have no choice but to release her after 72 hours. I felt lost and overwhelmed. So I did what any husband in my position would do. I called her mother. <laughs> it's about so bloody funny. time. Yeah. <laughs> Is she prone uh, I... to doing this? Is this just like... Pretty much. Or seasonal depression or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I didn't want to, believe me. Her mother, Marianne, and I were never on the best of terms. We'd never fought mm -hmm. or anything like that. She just wasn't a very warm person and wasn't really easy to get along with. She'd hardly ever smiled, and when she did, only her lips would move into a thin-lipped smile, leaving her eyes as blank as before. 
she gave off this aura that she was like permanently on the offensive Uh, (laughs) I'd only met her twice and both times were for such short visits I got the impression she didn't approve of me for her daughter Lynn always ushered ushered us out quickly as she didn't want me to feel uncomfortable which I was grateful for being in her mother's company almost felt almost unbearable like walking on glass I was glad when we moved three states away so we didn't have to see her often. I was happy to avoid the woman, but I needed her help. I really didn't want to talk to her at all, but I had to talk to someone, and someone who knew Lynn better than I did, so I gritted my teeth and did what I had to. Yes, she answered, already sounding irritated. Marianne, it's me, Ben. Do you have a minute to talk? I asked. I could hear her clunk her tongue in irritation. Or cluck. Cluck her tongue in irritation. <laughs> yeah, that must be what I am. Um, I'm in the mu- middle of writing some checks, but if you insist, I suppose I can spare a minute. What is it that you want to discuss, Benjamin? She said coolly. Oh, it's boy. About- yeah, you just got <laughs> full name. Um, it's about <laughs> Lynn. She's been acting strangely. I was wondering if you had any idea whether there was something... I was quickly interrupted. It's a bit difficult to follow your ramblings, Benjamin. What is it that you want from me? She asked. I could almost see her standing there in her thin sweater and slacks, tapping her fingernails impatiently on the table. (laughs) I wanted to know if there... If you'd ever noticed any odd behavior or possibly any mental health issues, I asked. There was a long, uncomfortable pause, and I couldn't tell... uh, That I couldn't tell was because she was just thinking or something else. Finally, after a few seconds, she spoke. I'm not sure if this is one of your jokes, Benjamin, but if you don't find, but if so, I don't find the humor in it. Now I do have business to attend to, so as I said, so if you don't mind, she said, but I cut her off before she could get rid of me. Marianne, this is not a joke. I'm seriously, I'm sincerely concerned about Lynn's mental health. Her behavior has been very erratic lately. I'm very worried about her, and I figure as her mother, you would be as well. I said, my frustration evident in my voice. If you're truly concerned, then I suggest you get the get the health professionals involved. I don't know what you're expect of me, she snapped. I could tell she was seconds away from hanging up, and for some reason I was desperate not to let her. I had the feeling that she knew a lot more than she was letting on. Please, if not for me, do it for Lynn, I tried. I heard a faint, shaky intake of breath, as if she were trying to hold her steely persona together, but failing. Marianne, what's wrong? I started. Benjamin, I don't know what to tell you. My only advice would be to seek professional help. Do not call here again. Goodbye. I tried to call out to her, but she'd hung up. I tried to wrap my head around the call and her refusal to help me. Even if she didn't like me, why wouldn't she want to help her own daughter? I couldn't understand that. I tried to replay the conversation, desperate to find something I missed. After a while, I almost gave up until I remembered her last words to me. Seek professional help, she'd said. Those words with a bit of urgency. Uh, I could have just been grasping at straws, but no, I was sure her voice had changed ever so slightly when she'd said that, as if they were very important. What had she meant? I assumed she'd been referring to medical professionals, but maybe she was referring to someone else. Someone that she didn't, for some reason, feel comfortable saying directly. Or maybe I was just desperate. 
I waited. <laughs> I waited for Chris to get home, and after a very long and exhausting conversation with him and Rebecca, I convinced them that Lynn truly needed psychiatric help. I couldn't tell them everything. I wasn't prepared to get into it yet, but I told them about her last encounter, how she'd hidden in the bathroom, peeking at me from the closet. <laughs> right. Yeah. They were obviously shocked, but thankfully they believed me. They too just wanted to help her. Still, they didn't think it was all that serious. Weird, maybe, but not dangerous. They just kept saying that Lynn had to be playing some sort of weird joke. Maybe for YouTube, Rebecca offered, if only half-heartedly. <laughs> um, Maybe. Maybe for the yeah. clicks. Yeah. Uh, Chris didn't think we should involve the police just yet. He offered instead to go with me, and I readily accepted. He reasoned that calmly talking to her, trying to coax her into going willingly, was the right recourse. I agreed to do it his way. At least I wouldn't be going to that house alone. We drove over that morning, this morning, just after breakfast. There was no way I was going at night. Uh, when we pulled into the driveway, my stomach began doing somersaults. Her car wasn't there, but I still didn't let my guard down. The front door was ajar, and for a split second, I thought we'd see her eyes through, peering through the gap. I was shaking and starting to sweat. Chris, however, was fine. He waited for me to open the door, his hands in his pockets like he was going on a fucking stroll through the park. I envied his ignorance. Um, it's like, dude, it's just your wife. <laughs> right? Which, like, yeah, I don't know. It'd be hard to be like, okay. <laughs> what yeah. are you so afraid of? She's gonna do. Oh, uh, he'll find out what he... Yeah. It's about to get worse. Uh, I pushed the door open and was immediately hit with the stench of rot. Chris smelled it too, and he walked in the house behind me with his nose scrunched up. What do you guys use to clean the floors around here? Shit? Chris mumbled. Shut up, I said, my eyes darting around for any signs of Lynn. The house was deadly quiet and dark despite being ten in the morning. All the curtains were closed up tight, refusing to allow any sunlight inside. If I hadn't just left two days prior, I would have thought the house had been abandoned. We moved through each room, carefully checking any place that she might hide, occasionally calling her name. Why the fuck are you looking under the couch? Chris said eventually. Aren't we looking for your wife? He was looking at me like I was a moron. Let's just go upstairs, I whispered. He shook his head but followed me up the stairs to check the bathroom and the spare room. On the way, my shoes scrunched over pieces of glass that looked to be littered over a few of the steps. I noticed that one of Lynn and Mai's wedding portraits that hung on the wall along the staircase had been smashed. The frame hung crookedly, all the glass removed. I stared at the picture, a lump forming in my throat. We had taken the photo just after leaving the church, after saying our vows. She looked so beautiful in her white gown. I looked at Lynn's beautiful face. I never dreamed her face could ever be a source of terror for me. Yeah. Generally. <laughs> Not what right? you're expecting on your wedding day. <laughs> no. <laughs> we climbed the rest of the steps and checked the spare bedroom, but it looked completely untouched. I was hesitant to go into the bathroom, my fear from the night coming back to me all at once. Chris noticed and offered to go in by himself. 
but I couldn't let him do that, so we walked in together, checking the closet and the shower. The bathroom looked at as if it hadn't been touched since the night I left. I don't think she's been here, Ben. Why don't you pack some clothes and we'll try coming back tomorrow or something? Chris said. I nodded and went into our bedroom and shoved some clothes into a duffel bag. When I checked inside her closet, I came across the source of the smell and gagged. Chris took one look and lost all color in his face. He had to go stand by the stairs to get away from the sight and the smell. I gazed down in shock at what lay inside my bedroom closet. Soaking into the rug were at least a dozen eyeballs, all carefully laid out in pairs. Like eyeballs. Ah! Some were as large as a quarter, while others were as tiny as a marble. I stared down at the eyes she collected from small animals, and I wondered how she'd gotten them, and I shuddered at the thought. Man, I thought I had it bad with Rebecca's shoe addiction, but fuck me. Your wife's in here collecting eyeballs? Oh. <laughs> like, Chris said, gagging. Oh. Ben, I think we should go, he called from the hall. I'm getting nauseous. All oh right, I grabbed my duffel bag and shut the closet door on my own, my new nightmare. I stepped out into the hall and took a deep breath of air. I could taste the rod on my tongue and I couldn't help but gag. Who the fuck lines up eyeballs in their closet like that? Chris mumbled. I tried to tell you that she needed help, I said. She doesn't need help, Ben. She needs a fucking exorcist, he said. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> you coming or what? I can't stand the smell any. His words died in his throat and his eyes grew wide with fear. I didn't have to ask him why. I could feel it. Someone was Someone was watching me, and I didn't think it was the eyes in the closet. I turned no. around and... <laughs> I got my eye on you. <laughs> the lifeless eyeballs? No. <sighs> <sighs> I turned around, my eyes slowly scanning the bedroom. Christ, I whispered as I finally saw what we'd missed. Under the bed, curled on her side, watching us with the excitement of a kid on Christmas morning, was my wife. She held her hands together just under her chin, and they were shaking eagerly. Okay. Yeah. Hi, Lynn. Uh, like, hi, honey. Let's, uh, we're oh gonna get God. out of here. Um, now that she knew that she'd been found, I could hear the quiet noises she was making, a sort of hiccuping sound in her throat, as if the excitement was just too much for her. It was unnerving to say the least, wide eyes and that same huge smile. <clears throat> Everything in me told me to run, but I forced it away. This was my, this was my life. No matter how twisted she was, she was still the woman I married. I had to help her. Oh, my God. <laughs> my wife. Nope. Um, this is not what they mean, sickness and in health. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Lynn, I said softly. She didn't respond, but her head bobbed back and forth in two quick little movements as if she were nodding. Baby, I just want to help, okay? Can you can you let me do that? I asked. I had taken a single step forward, approaching her like some kind of dangerous animal. I love you, Lynn, I said softly, taking another step closer. She let out a tiny she let a tiny moan escape her wide mouth, and I had to resist the urge to run. Her shoulders were starting to quiver and her eyes grew as large as saucers. I crouched down to see her better and immediately saw the blood. Her hands were covered in it. They trembled more the closer I got, and she was barely able to contain herself. Lynn, are you okay? You're bleeding. 
I said. She bobbed her head again, her bloody fingers moving up and down as if she was playing an invisible piano. They occasionally grazed her chin, leaving smears of blood on her skin. I wanted to recoil in disgust. The smell that was coming off of her was revolting. I could feel the vomit trying to climb up my throat, and her lips were dry and stretched thin, blood seeping between the cracks. I knew she wouldn't come out on her own, but I didn't want to leave her in the state she was in. I scooted closer and reached out to her. The excited hiccuping sounds got louder and her hands shook, fingers flexing. It was then that I could see the blood oozing from between her fingers. Oh my god, Lynn, you're bleeding, I said. Instinctively, I reached out to take her hand, but before I could even touch her, her hand sprang out towards me. A sharp pain shot through my arm and I fell back on my ass. My arm burned and I could see the blood dripping down onto the carpet. I looked back at her in shock and saw her grinning madly, her fingers clutching a large shard of glass. You all right in there? Chris asked from behind me. I turned my head slightly. Just like, yeah, it's okay, bud. Oh my wife my just tried God. to stab me. He's so helpful. Yeah. Like, where'd he go? Uh, I turned my head slightly and nodded to him, cradling my arm to my chest. When I turned back to face Lynn, I saw that her focus had shifted. She wasn't looking at me anymore, and she wasn't smiling anymore either. She was staring past at me, her eyes glaring at Chris the way a hungry lion might stare at an antelope. Her mouth was still hanging open, but it was twisted into a snarl. I got to my feet and began walking backwards down the hall, afraid to take my eyes off of her. Are you bleeding? Chris asked. The moment the words left his mouth, Lynn started to started fast scooting out from under the bed, the glass shard still in her fist. <laughs> Chris, run, go, I yelled. He must have been too afraid to move because a second later I felt my back bump into him. He was still staring at still standing at the top of the stairs, staring at the horror that was my wife. <laughs> <laughs> Lynn had crawled completely up from under the bed and stood in the bedroom hallway. Her face twisted in rage. Her whole body was visibly tense and blood ran down her fingers onto the floor. Jesus, Lynn, Chris said. You, uh, playing hide and seek? <laughs> yeah, totally. That's what's oh, happening, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> I, reached... <laughs> I reached back and pushed him towards the steps. Move your ass, Chris, I said as quietly but firmly as I could. Lynn bobbed her head in fast, sharp movements and began to grin, stretching her mouth open wider and wider so that her chin seemed to touch her chest. I heard Chris mutter a prayer, and then he was running down the stairs. I stood at the top of the steps, stuck between the love for a woman who clearly needed serious help and self-preservation. <laughs> I only want to help, I said, choking back tears. Her eyes focused on me once again as she slowly lifted the glass, holding it out in front of her. She then started sprinting towards me, grinning with utter excitement. Thankfully, my body took over and I flew down the steps, skipping two or three at a time. I made it to the front door before I felt her leap on my back, wrapping her arms around my neck, her open mouth next to my ear so that I could hear those terrible hiccuping sounds up close. I shook her off me, knocking her to the floor. I felt a searing pain in my back as she went, but I tore open the front door and bolted to my car. Chris was standing in the front yard, talking on the phone with the police. I didn't say a word. I just ran to my car and jumped in. Chris took the hint and followed me, still on the line with 911. I watched in the rearview mirror. Uh, sure, I'd see her there running after us, but I never did. I went straight to the ER and got 11 stitches in my arm and 3 on my back. 
The police asked a lot of questions and went back to the house to do a search, but of course, Lynn wasn't there. They oh, advised... was she? <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Um, hopefully they found the eyeballs. I don't know. Oh. That doesn't really get mentioned. Um, <laughs> they advised me to stay with a friend or a relative for a while and to file a restraining order as soon as I could, but none of those things would matter. Somehow, I just knew. I dropped Chris off at home and went to a motel an hour away. I waited. I wanted to put as much distance between me and Lynn as I could. This is where I've been for the last four hours. I thought maybe the police would find her. Maybe they'd get her the help she desperately needs. But now, I don't think so. Because 40 minutes ago, I got a text from an unknown number. Just three words. I found you. And a picture attached. <laughs> the picture was dark and grainy, but I instantly knew what it was. There was no mistaking my wife's eye. I started typing this out immediately after. I didn't know what to do. Or, sorry, I don't know what to do. I'm alone and scared, and I can't help but feel like I'm being watched. And then it ends. Da, da, da. Like, it's it was her eye, like, peeking at him, or fucking disemboweled and plucked out of her head? I think peeking. it's just a picture of hers like that she's like peeking using it to peek again okay. um some stuff said that there's supposed to be like maybe a sequel to this one i couldn't really find it mm. the yeah there was just links saying like click here and stuff and i was like um ah. <laughs> yeah because it takes you to like it says something about auto like bought and stuff it doesn't like say part two or anything but oh. yeah so yeah i don't love eyeball stuff oh <laughs> <laughs> this one had a lot of eyeball stuff sorry <laughs> but yeah it reminded me of a true crime case i heard about where some like live-in housemaids or something sisters like plucked out some eyeballs <laughs> it was just like wow that went yeah dark. <laughs> i covered them i covered them you did those ones yeah i think they're the pollock sisters oh fuck yeah okay yeah <laughs> yeah i did not remember that we had talked about them <laughs> sorry yeah. oh my god i try to block it out you know <laughs> yeah eyeballs You'll are like yeah Ugh. Hopefully my segment needs minimal <laughs> editing because you have to listen to it all over again. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> around. Yeah. All right, well, uh, we'll be cutting this short. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no. I got a couple of um, creepy cases. Cases? Yeah. Stories. Case yeah, stories. whatever we're doing. <laughs> yeah, this was so much fun. Oh. yeah i like doing stuff like this for sure and um yeah if you guys do have any we should do another call out for any listener stories that people might have if they've had any brushes with true yes. crime or anything like, please please send us we have yeah. what email or social media would probably the, be the best place to message us your story and yeah castles encrypted at gmail.com is it <laughs> yeah easy way to get a hold of us oh yeah yeah because i'm still having trouble with our just instagram the dms oh yeah <sighs> whatever i don't know new stuff i can usually see 
it's the current ongoing conversations that they seem to keep not wanting to show me. I'm like, I don't understand. <laughs> but oh, weird. Oh, it's so stupid. Um, but yeah, yeah, I would love to if anybody has any stories here, any because yeah, yes. it could be anything, anything that scared you. Like I don't know, send it to us. <laughs> Doesn't have to be that insane. I mean, you know, just something or that long. Them. No, exactly. Just yeah. a few sentences. Oh yeah, be a story. Yeah. yeah, that was a long one. That reminded me of yeah. when I almost because I think I was going through some things I had saved on there. Um, from when we did the two, two truths and a lie or two stories and a lie. Yeah. I had one about like, I don't know. I didn't read it. I don't think, but it was like a guy and his wife telling a knock, knock joke. And then he kept like wake him up to tell it. And I believe it was when I was going to do, but we only had the, it was two truths and one lie. So I think it was like, yeah, also on the creepypasta side so i didn't end up picking it as my like oh lie but next time that sounds intriguing i would like to hear that okay yeah yeah Yeah, it has a similar vibe i will say that where like the wife was like knock knock and he's like fuck off emma i don't want to answer your question you know what i mean and like yeah yeah (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah, this one was pretty long but as i was reading through i was like this is like really well written and it like yeah some of them are yeah yeah, like really well done it yeah scariest story of 2022 i think on the no sleep subreddit maybe interesting right yeah 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 it was well well written Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah we'll have a link if you guys want to read it yourselves because i'm good no (laughs) alana will block this from her memory (laughs) all right we'll come back for part two and then alana can share her creepy stories with us yeah i have to go pee and i'm gonna try not to picture anyone peeking at me (laughs) right i'm how am i gonna sleep after this oh my god (laughs) we were literally just oh yeah i see i knew i would get onto this tangent we were watching um on netflix uh a show called encounters which is a bunch of alien um encounters and sightings and stuff yes and they covered they talked to a bunch of people there was an episode that talked to a bunch of kids from the ariel school one in zimbabwe that i covered and it was really neat yeah Yeah. especially because like the headmistress or whatever she like still works there and she like had an abduction experience like after the kids i know it was crazy it was recommended by i was listening to another podcast like um and they were like, oh, yeah, Encounters. If you guys haven't seen it on Netflix, oh, cool. I'm gonna watch it. Yeah. So, yeah, it's really good. Really good. Nice. All right. Oh, hi. Hi, Munchkin. <laughs> Be right back. <laughs> Grab your marshmallows and sleeping bags for the Burnt Marshmallows podcast, where cozy mysteries come alive around the crackling campfire. Picture yourself wrapped in a warm blanket, sipping hot cocoa as we share spooky tales that will whisk you away to a world of mystery, ghosts, and perhaps even an occasional monster. Crime-solving spirits, urban legends, Bigfoot, we've got it all. Join Burnt Marshmallows every Tuesday, wherever you listen to podcasts for cozy mysteries. Not the recording.
And we're back. <laughs> we're back. Kelsey's wearing a Vegas shirt. Yeah. Is that when we were there? Did you? I'm pretty sure I brought it. Oh, you like brought it but didn't buy it on the trip? No, I didn't buy it with you. I bought it when I went there with my parents and everything. I was hoping to get another one because I really like it, but I didn't see it. Yeah. It was from Fremont Street. Um, oh, and, like the, okay. the shops they have all along Fremont Street. I really like it because <laughs> it's they like... They had some weird shops there, yeah. They were like a lot of yeah. like tacky kind of you know souvenirs and like yeah. just different weird things but like here's something with weed symbols on it you're like okay yeah. <laughs> this is so like i don't know early 2000s ooh, edgy <laughs> yeah anyway we're gonna tell another couple scary stories it's nothing to do with um fantasy or anything <laughs> well I got one that's um more our like true crimey like our true crime episodes and then one that's a little oh, bit just okay. more on the paranormal side. Nice one of each. That's cool. I like a mix. <laughs> yeah. And you know me, I like to listen to like um Let's Not Meet, which is like a podcast based on that subreddit called Let's Not Meet, and those are yeah true horror stories or whatever so i ran across some of those think of that. when i was looking yeah. up ones it kept taking me to let's not meet and i was like oh lana i think said you might do some of these ones so i was like i don't want to read any of them just in case <laughs> well that's what we gotta do sometimes unfortunately we have to be like okay make sure we're not doing the same one <laughs> yeah this was like i highly doubt she's gonna do this one yeah, which then made it easy for me to pick because as long as it wasn't something that was like a creepy pasta, I knew I was good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, so um, this one was called uh, I Was Almost a Victim of a Killer and it was posted by Scare uh, underscore Country. Um, okay. I think, yeah, I think I got it from Let's Not Meet. <laughs> Speaking of which. So, um, not safe for work, by the way. Ooh. And speaking of work, I totally accidentally printed my cash out page and then like printed <laughs> my notes for this. And then like the cash out page was still in the. Uh, what's it called tray one the manual feed uh, tray yeah. where like it can drop anyway so then it ended up with a little bit of my cash out printed on this page and i was like where's my cash out and then i went oh fuck <laughs> it's written on my <laughs> notes and i can't reprint that one i was like look i uh, did it though anyway <laughs> so <laughs> i think i can read it fine though but yeah that was just something funny that happened when i was printing my notes <laughs> nice Oh, gotta get shit done, you know? Yeah. Um, okay, so it starts out. Over four years ago, I went to work at a warehouse in the small town that I'm from. I decided to leave after my health started to get worth, worse physically, and I was diagnosed with panic disorder and severe anxiety after the situation that I'm about to tell you. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> 
great. Sounds like it's going to be really serious. Then. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, buckle up. I'm going to take another um, sip here. Uh, so this changed the way that I developed friendships about that after that job. That's for certain. So I started this job on April Fool's Day of 2018, which was odd to me. And I had no kind of high expectation of the job. All I wanted was to do my job, get paid, and go home, as I had two children at home and many things that I could work on there. The job wasn't hard, and it made pretty good money for all duties considered, so I really couldn't complain. I worked second shift for about five months, and I went and I went to day shift. Um, shift work, yay! <laughs> yeah. I don't know how people do it sometimes. I don't think I could. My brother did it. He was working night shift for a while. He was doing like construction Uh, up in Fort Mac. So they were Fort McMurray. So they were building, they'd do like build up the studs for like walls and stuff. Okay. Um, Yeah. And he was working nights. And then when he'd come back for his one week off, um, he would try and keep like, staying on the night but sometimes he had to go to day because he had to, like the stores aren't open at night a lot of places so, oh, and no. stuff but he after <laughs> like six months or something he basically got like sleep deprivation and he got so loopy he like couldn't safely like work there anymore he basically had oh, to no. get a different job because he was so like sleep deprived and like out of it yeah yeah. Couldn't get the I mean that can be tough, right? You have to adjust your whole circadian rhythms. Yeah. Like you have to sleep at some point. <laughs> yeah, because he he'd so. be up there for three weeks working nights, then he'd be back for one and then he'd go back up for three weeks. So uh, yeah. it was just all over the place. Yeah, yeah, they do it in kind of blocks like that. Yeah. I even heard of one the other day where I swear they were like, Oh, it was nights but it was seven days on and seven days off and i'm like well that's okay seven days off (laughs) yeah that's unusual (laughs) yeah but like yeah i thought that i mean i feel like we've all done some shift work isn't it just basically anything that's like outside of like you're kind of like your nine to fives and that kind of dealio i think so yeah i think a a lot of like nurses doctors er's that kind of stuff is all like shift kind of work i talked to someone the other day who's i might be annoyed when i have to be on the phones but she sounded very tired and when she said she was a nurse it all made sense (laughs) she's like i'll work with oh yeah i can't look at that you know registration right now but uh, i'll look at it on monday i'm working all weekend like i'm a nurse i was like oh okay (laughs) yeah fair enough you good for you we appreciate you (laughs) yes yeah Yeah, it's crazy Yeah. Um, Okay. While working on second shift, I kept to myself mostly until one day I met someone from one of the lines after we struck up a conversation about gaming. Uh, For the sake of anonymity, we'll name him JF. Well, JF was a pretty good guy and we had a lot of things in common. I went home that night and he popped up as suggested as a suggested friend on Facebook um, in brackets. Again, another oddity. So I decided to add him. Um, I guess it's a little odd. It's the first night he knew him, but whatever. <laughs> I mean, if it comes up, that that can be like friends in common. If you're already friends yeah. with some of your coworkers at work, it's more likely. Exactly. Like, I wonder if he added anyone from his work. But anyway, it's not 
It's not the weirdest part of this. Um, <laughs> or whatever. Oh, okay. I would hope not. <laughs> you added yeah. me on Facebook. Let's not meet. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, uh, when I did, we started talking more at work until he suggested that we should hang out. So we did hang out pretty frequently. We were friends for a month at this point, And one day he decided that he was going to introduce me to his partner. She seemed decent at first, super nice, didn't seem to be a judgmental type. So I was cool with her. From then on, I would hang on. This part is where I get printed over with something. <laughs> I would hang out with them when they ki- my kids were spending time with my mother. One time we were t- talking at a restaurant and he started to vent to me. Dude, oh, she's such a okay. bitch sometimes. Yes, That's this is a friend talking. Yeah. Yeah. The other day I forgot to take the trash out and she threatened to stab me if I didn't. Okay. <laughs> That's a lot. Yeah. It's not good. Nope. Uh, and he continues, I've never been in a relationship where someone's threatened me, but she's got good intentions, dude. When he said that to me, I was concerned. Wow. I know, it's so hard. You're like, dude, no, you don't know how, like, deep you were in already. Um, When he said that to me, I was concerned, but of course, we'd only been friends for a month, so I thought that maybe he was being morbid, jokingly, so I chuckled at him. He gave me a pretty serious look and said, I'm not joking. She really did. That concerned me. Fast forward about eight months. Yeah. (laughs) Like, no doubt, right? Um, They're still together and we all hang out pretty regularly, forgetting the things he told me then. One day we were all talking and he seemed a little off that day, so I asked him what was wrong in front of her. He flashed a smirk and said, nothing, dude. I'm just a little tired. He didn't have his eyes on me, though. He had them on her when I asked that. When we went to work the next day, I asked him again. Do you promise to keep this between us? The guy said, of course, I agreed. He said that he was breaking up with her and she went a little crazy. He said that she grabbed her gun and pointed it at him and said, if I can't have you, then no one will. Ooh, shit. Yeah, that's like. Nobody, baby. No. (laughs) Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, that's not good. unhealthy yeah that's like abusive relationship legs totally um so he said that he diffused the situation is trying to look for a way out not really knowing what to say i just said you'll figure it out man if you need somewhere to go you can come stay with me until you get her out of the house I feel like the poster, the OP here, original poster, is a dude. But that's just my feeling. I don't know. Yeah. It doesn't say. I think it is a dude. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't actually specify. Um, fast forward to another year. He finally decided to leave her. When he did, she flipped out again. This time, she, uh, he told her over text. She said that she was going to find him and kill him. And he was actually out of work that day with a vacation day. He sent me a text that said, hey, let me know if she comes over to work looking for me. That struck me as odd because I had no idea of the situation that was unfolding. She actually did come to our job and she asked me where he was and I said, I have no idea. I thought he was with you and you guys went out of town or something. Mm. Okay. Yeah. 
I'd be, like, taking my ass to a police station and be like, hey, can I just wait in, like, this waiting area all day? All day, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's, it sucks because this guy's gotta work, too, I think. I don't know. Yeah. Um, all she did was roll up her window and drive off. I called him and told him that she came by and he called the police about it. They had found her up the road with a loaded gun in the car. Yeah. Be like, she's threatening me with a weapon. Well, and she did to the boyfriend, but this poor guy, he's just at work one day. He doesn't even know they've broken up. I mean, yeah. that's the shitty part. Yeah. But, like, if I was the boyfriend, I'd just <clears throat> go into the police and be like, she has threatened me over text message. Yeah. Threatened to stab me, threatened to shoot me. Like, <sighs> I feel like we're going to be talking a lot about this next week when we do our stalker. Yeah, yeah. Stalker crimes. I, I have my case picked. I can't remember. Oh, damn. I can't okay. remember the victim's name. I'll have to let you know so that we okay. don't do the same one. Yeah. 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 I'm sure it's going to be a rough one. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> two months later, he decided to talk to her again, and when he did, he had something to tell me. When he called me, he asked if I'd seen her around, and I hadn't. He said. I would take some vacation days if I were you. Dumbfounded, I asked him why. He said to me, because she's out of jail and her cousins are in town trying to find the people she has personal vendettas with. You're one of them. What? That's so weird. I know, like, he's not even the ex. He's the friend of the ex, or this person's the friend of the ex. Yeah. Well, maybe she thinks... Like, you turned him against me, kind of shit. Right? Yeah. Crazy's gonna crazy. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes there's nothing you can do. No justification no. at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not your fault you're live associated a... with them. <laughs> yeah, they live in a warped reality. Yeah. Different one than everybody else lives in. At that point, I was terrified. I grabbed my kids and went out of town. Took two weeks off of work. Come to find out that next day, her and her cousins went to the next town over and shot three people in an apartment and killed them. Jesus. Yeah. Wow. Shitty. Well, he was good to warn him. At least he, like, found out about that before and could warn him. I know. Like, we could have more victims. This one's, like, it turns out more like a very true crime case. Um... I got the news about it the day after it happened. The reason why he knew they were coming after me is because they made a Facebook messenger group that he was included in and sent a list of names. Everyone regarded it as spam. Yep. (laughs) I know. Would you like to be invited to your own murder? Are you attending? Yes, no, maybe. I wonder what it was called. Yeah, just as a Facebook messenger group. Um, everyone regarded wow. it as spam and decided to disregard the message, but he knew what it was. Three of the names mm-hmm. on that list were the people that they shot. Uh, the fourth name on that list was mine. Wow. After they found the evidence and he decided to go public about the group and screenshots that he had, they were all charged with first degree murder. Yeah, 100% premeditated. You made a fucking Facebook group. How stupid are you? Right? But thank God they could actually get the charge because, I don't yeah. know, yeah. From then on, I was very careful about who I would stick my neck out before 
for because even though he knew the context of that list and her intentions, he decided not to inform anyone else on it. Needless to say, we aren't friends anymore and I dodged a bullet. Literally. Sorry for the long post. I felt like it needed context. Stay safe, y'all. Wow. I can't believe you didn't try and warn anybody else on there. Yeah, the... Yeah, the three other people that up and died. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's shitty. I feel bad that I don't know any more about that, but I didn't do any digging. Yeah. Or, yeah. Like, I wonder, like, did he know those people personally, or did she more know them or something? Like, maybe he right. wouldn't have been able to contact them. Right, because he obviously but... felt comfortable enough to tell this person, like, yeah. I worked with, yeah, I knew, like, wow. my girl ex knows who you are. But maybe he didn't know yeah. the other ones. I don't know. Maybe he didn't think they'd believe him. Wow, that's really scary. Yeah. Like, that was one of the scarier ones I've read on this room where you're like, good. Yeah. Talk about a brush. Good thing you got out of town. Yay! But like, yeah, with your kids and everything, like, oh, that's so scary. Yeah, crazy bitch. Um, yeah, I remember there was a couple, there was a few comments in them. Somebody was like, somebody was like, if this is real, like, that's scary, dude. Because, yeah, sometimes people just make stuff up. Yeah, they were they were just like, well, just making sure, but like, yeah, this one is pretty. They're like, good for you, man. Like, good, like, <laughs> happy you're okay, kind of thing. Yeah. <clears throat> um. So yeah, that was that one. Sorry. Then I got one that's a little bit more paranormal, called "I'm being followed by a spirit called Mama." Mama. <laughs> is that Mama, the uh, just killed a man. <laughs> is that the Jennifer Sorry. Lawrence movie is that mother that might be mother that was a creepy one where she's like pregnant and yeah <sighs> what? I forget who plays the husband but then he just keeps like having this weird cult following kind of like keep being invited yeah. into the house and just getting so in the way weird. until they're like yeah threatening the baby i don't mm. there's a lot of yeah, them. there's a mama movie. there's a ma with uh oh that one of those great black actresses uh octavia Spencer. yes thank you <laughs> i was like i was between her and then that other one that viola and i was like Wait, <laughs> yes thank you <laughs> That was a good one too, though, where she just like kind of uh, befriends some kids, and I think I watched the trailer for it and decided it didn't really interest me, so I didn't watch it. <laughs> but... Yeah, I mean it was okay, but I yeah. wouldn't say it was anything more than kind of predictable. Okay. Yeah, yeah like yeah, she's kind of creepy, and she meets a bunch of teenagers, and then she's like, "You can kind of party here," and then she is more creepy and then they're like wait wish we didn't party here you know it's that kind of yeah. thing <laughs> yeah. anybody who wants to hang out with teenagers no <laughs> yeah it's not always a good look I mean <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no person yeah. over the age of like 20 
four has any reason to be anywhere near a teenager. High school, yeah. High school like, fucking teens. Ugh, who wants Yeah. No yeah, one. no. <laughs> I did start watching the, the one on Netflix called The Society, which is kind of about, like, a, a, um, a town oh, where, like, yeah. only the teenagers end up being there alone. Yeah, all the it's adults die weird. or something. I, yeah, I know a couple spend a lot of time talking about what happened to the adults, but they're just like, oh, all of a sudden our town is like, yeah, we're all on our own. All the adults seem to be gone, and there's just like trees all around, and we have to be a society of teens, and we're not that good at it. <laughs> mm. I remember yeah. when it first came out, I was going to watch it, yeah. and then I think after the first maybe second season or something it got canceled and then i was like eh. why do this why is this always when i find these shows because then it comes up yeah. on my freaking like netflix watch list and shit like it's oh. like try this it doesn't tell me they're fucking canceled <laughs> yeah. i'm just like i know that girl from supernatural and all this other shit now yeah she was on um, friday with vince vaughn oh yeah yeah um was it i think carly watched it from work she was oh, okay. watching the society when it first came out she's the one that like told me about it she thought it was pretty good i didn't watch any of it in the end but it's been all right yeah yeah um yeah i was like well, things are starting to get dark <laughs> what do you do when someone dies and there's no police <laughs> uh, yeah oh yeah lord of the flies Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay so this one starts i'm not into the tiktok thing but i really wanted to share this story to see if anyone has experienced anything similar right out of the gate there yeah i can relate TikTok. <laughs> don't get me started i had such a hard time i was trying to upload my video that i edited a little bit and every time i tried to put it in the drive the first few seconds weren't edited and I was like what the hell I did this Aww. anyway when I was trying to do my TikTok video it doesn't matter it's fine <laughs> yeah either I no one's no help no I know and I'm like either no one's gonna see it or like I don't know how TikTok works like I put it up and then I was like oh shit it looks like the tracking's off maybe it's cause I put a little bit of background music and then I'm like does that mean it has like three thirty views already? I'm like, I don't understand TikTok. It's only been up for like forty minutes. <laughs> oh. Pat's like, just let it go. I'm like, no, <laughs> you can't stand it when the tracking's off. It looks horrible. People's mouths are moving and it's not catching up. Uh, and, you know, yeah. it looks like it's being dubbed. <laughs> <laughs> not a good look. All right. It all started in 2013. I was 12 at the time. My older sister and her friend, who were 14 or 15 at the time, were playing with a newly bought Ouija board in our basement. My That's sister not invited. Good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's new, but yeah, they're playing with it, and that can't be good. No. They uh, invited me to the basement. I had heard about or. What? My sister invited me to the basement. I had heard about Ouija boards before, but never seen one. 
I always followed my sister's lead, so I joined them in playing without question. It was all relatively normal, yes and no, short answer questions. I honestly thought they were probably fucking with me because it was working. <laughs> I'm not a skeptic, but I'm also not a full believer. I was also young, so I don't remember the details perfectly. I do remember telling the board we were going to watch a movie and said goodbye, sliding the pointer over the bottom of the board as they had apparently read online. That's good. Think, At least they said think, goodbye. I know. I'm like, I think you mean the planchette, but yes, pointer, good enough. <laughs> um, the movie my sister and her friend were about to watch was a horror movie called Mama. They had talked about it several times. Not Ouija. Now, There's like eight Ouija movies. Not Ouija. No, I think. Okay, maybe I don't know what this one was, but it made me think of one with like an orphan in it. But maybe that was just called the orphan. So now I'm not sure. There's anyway. the orphan, the orphanage. There's... There's the orphan. Yeah. Is there one just called Mama? Because if it is now, I can't remember what that's about. I think. I think there is one just called Mama that was before the Octavia Spencer one. All right. Well, if you can find it, let me know. But that's apparently what they're talking about. <laughs> I'll look it up. Once. <laughs> okay. So they said they went on Netflix and as soon as they pressed play on the, the Wii, the Netflix disconnected. I believe she said the lights also flickered. I don't recall that part. We played again the next day, and the board, it spelled out Mama every time it seemed to not want to answer a question. Oh, okay. There was a m movie called <laughs> Mama uh, yeah. that was released in 2013. Okay, okay. So, I don't know if I've on the day that, that her parents die, sisters Lily and Victoria vanish in the woods, prompting a frantic search by their uncle Lucas and his girlfriend Annabelle. Played by Jessica Chastain. Five years later, oh. miraculously, the girls are found alive in a decaying cabin. And Lucas and Annabelle welcome them into their home. But as Annabelle tries to reintroduce the children to a normal life, she finds that someone or something still wants to tuck them in at night. I've never seen this oh, movie. Okay. That sounds familiar. But this is the movie poster. It's like the little girl and then the holding <laughs> the mom's like arm. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we've seen. I've seen that. the movie I poster. Have I haven't seen the movie, but I've seen that poster. Okay, so that's what they were watching, I guess. I okay. guess creepy. I'm gonna have to watch it now. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, it spelled out "Mama" every time. It seemed to not want to answer a question, and it would get more intense every time, moving quicker and spelling it out multiple times. It got to the point that the, that the pointer would fall off the board and we would have to reset it. This freaked us all out a little bit and we all accused each other of moving the pointer, but none of us did. Um, <laughs> this part kind of makes me laugh. Our Netflix was down for months after this. <laughs> and nobody called Netflix? They were, they, they, the family was best. <laughs> yeah, nobody in the house cares that Netflix is down. I mean, even in 2013, this should be a problem. <laughs> um, our parents were pretty annoyed about it, but we never told them why it happened. My sister wanted nothing to do with the board after that and gave it to me. <laughs> Here, you take it. Yeah. 
it's still in the same back. house though right i thought it was pretty cool so i continued playing with it for years and every single time i played i always talked to the same entity or spirit and every time i played it would do the intense mama movement i played it off for years and made a joke of it my friends would get so freaked out by it they would test me to make sure i wasn't moving it on my own they would make me turn my back to the board while we played the board was always able to give answer answers no one else would know the answers to i only ever tried to play by myself once which i had heard was dangerous but of course i ignored everyone <laughs> hello uh-huh. <laughs> i was in my basement when it all started a few years prior I was on FaceTime with a friend to show her, as well as taking a video on my phone to prove to my friends at school. The board was spelling out random letters that I couldn't make sense of. Then there was a bang on the door beside me. I even caught that on video. I didn't play for a while after that. I would dabble in the board here and there throughout the years and always talk to the spirit that we just called Mama as we assumed she was just impersonating the movie from night one. Things would happen through the years, lights turning off and on in the night, lots of strange noises, and our very calm dog was terrified of our basement and would freak out uh, nothing uh, at nothing while down there. Sorry. Hmm. <laughs> Fast forward to now. I'm 22. My sister is 23. We told our mother the whole story this past summer. Our mom is very spiritual, so we always tried to hide it from her. She recalled when the Netflix was broken and how frustrated she was. We all joked about it. My sister and I got a text from her a few days later saying, tell mama to give me my Netflix back. It's been 10 years. Yeah, Surely I think you have Netflix again. I, I think so. Yeah, I do think that one's just a joke. <laughs> um, We joked about it and nothing happened. She asked us again, or... No, she asked us again to tell Mama to fix the Netflix. We both took it seriously this time and said out loud a plead, a plead for her Netflix to come back, and it seemed to work. So maybe it just went down again. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not too sure. I don't think it was the whole time, but... Ten years without Netflix, nobody calls tech support. <laughs> it's a fucking ghost! <laughs> yeah. It feels like it's, it feels like it's going to be ten years before somebody fixes my fucking our Instagram freaking messages where i can't see the new tms excuse me um we were surprised it worked but i brushed it off like i always do i just can't comprehend how this could be true Uh, but also how could it not be this can't all be a coincidence Well, the other night I received a call from my sister that shook me to my core. She had told her boyfriend, who is a disbeliever, the whole story the night before. The same story we had told our mom a couple of months prior. The next morning when she woke, she was met with her pale boyfriend in a state of total confusion and disbelief. He recounted being awoken in the middle of the night to a little girl standing at the end of the bed. She had a metal cage slash bar over her mouth. Oh, yeah, I'm not too sure. It just doesn't sound good. He was confused by this, but he was not frightened by the girl. He almost felt bad for her. Yeah, I would. 
Right? He swore he was awake when this happened, and as a disbeliever, couldn't understand what was going on. My sister called our mom and recounted the story to her. Our mother replied, Oh my god, you guys are mama. She's been calling for her mama this whole time. My sister immediately hung up and called me to tell me. We both got full body chills and started crying. It all makes sense. The intense mama repetitions and calls for attention. What still doesn't make sense is her boyfriend's dream. Why him? Why the cage? Who is mama truly? Why has she been following us and trying to make contact for the past decade? Sister, a little girl ghost that wants a mom to look after her because probably the real mom put a cage on her face like an animal. That that was when it got real creepy for me where I was like, okay. And like there was a couple comments um, where the first one was like, maybe it was a child spirit who finally yeah. gets sufficient attention for the first time when you guys try the Ouija board and just kept contacting you. And this is like, oh. Yeah, this that's so what I sad. think, too. Yeah. But there was another theory presented by another commenter, which reminded me of something I had heard about on other podcasts, too. Um, it said, Whoa, you've got problems. The only thing that calls itself Mama on the Ouija board is a demon known as Zozo. It sometimes goes as Mama and another name, but the planchette will constantly go back between two letters, the same ones. Look up the demon Zozo. I doubt that it is a kid you are communicating with. Okay. Um, I think I'd heard about that one on And That's Why We Drink. Um, But a quick Googs gave me uh that zozo is a fallen angel banished from heaven eons ago by god he is rumored to have been the demon who possessed oh shit this is hard to read oh oh possessed a uh, roland doe when the boy used a ouija board um roland doe he comes up a lot in the paranormal because he's the exorcist the exorcist he got exercised and they I don't know if it's the basis for the Exorcist movie or like oh it's like maybe yeah I feel like it's like famous in like exorcism lore <laughs> but I can't remember exactly yeah um it says which in turn inspired the modern version of Pazuzu who comes from the Babylonian culture um Zozo was often said to mimic the voices of the dead who the user of the Ouija board wishes to talk to He is a cruel, sadistic demon who likes preying on people's insecurities and fears. He often delights in telling them they will die soon and is often brutally misogynistic. Fun. (laughs) Just gotta sprinkle that in there. (laughs) Fucking that cunt's gonna die! (laughs) No, I don't know. (laughs) Um, He loves to pretend he is other spirits, oftentimes pretending he is three different spirits at once. And then this website also had um, a list of possible encounters with Zozo, um, which included in 1951, Roland Doe was a boy, which we just mentioned, was a boy who got possessed by Zozo after using a Ouija board. And he was eventually exercised after a violent process by priests. So, Mm. yeah, it it was was quite a process. Um, 
1972, apparently in Los Angeles, a mother named Doris Blither used a Ouija board and found herself haunted by a dark entity which sought her and her family harm. I don't know much about that one. But um, I had heard about this next one where they talked about in 1977 to 79 in Enfield, England. Um, if you ever heard of like the Enfield poltergeist, it's like a a big one that was pretty known. Oh um, yeah, I just watched yeah. the was that the first or the second Conjuring movie? I think they do them. Oh, I can't remember. Yeah, because they definitely it's mentioned a lot of those. It's not like the main case. Okay, I think because I. I don't think I had ever seen, I had seen the first Conjuring movie and I had seen the third one, but I had never seen the middle one. So I recently rewatched the first one and the second one. And the third one, we like, we talked about the case from the third one. Yeah, I covered the third one. (laughs) Right. Um, The devil made me do it. Yeah. That was pretty crazy. It's like the only time somebody was like, yeah, I'm on the trial for murder, but I was freaking possessed by something yeah (laughs) yeah it was the first time that defense was used or whatever they said yeah oh just wait till we get to our we're working on a uh well a couple collabs so you know it's an exciting time for us stay tuned the later this month because we you know yeah it's a good dark cast yeah we have a spooky season collab going with other dark cast members and then just like a straight up collab with another dark cast pod that you know we hope you guys will like and oh what the fuck was i gonna say yeah just like that something i covered got to it was creepy like that it just it reminds me of of one of the cases but yeah. <laughs> uh crazy um But yeah, there was a couple more instances where the Zozo demon came up, which I just thought was interesting Um, on the list. There was 2012, where in Tombstone, Nevada, a small group of soldiers were off duty and decided to mess about with a Ouija board just for fun. Of course. Okay. (laughs) I think it's It's a little weird. Yeah. They made contact with an alleged spirit who told them he had died in Tombstone on the way back, one of the men got possessed and almost killed the others in a car crash before the demon left him and he regained consciousness. Oh, wow. Don't know that story. <laughs> it's yeah. interesting. And finally, in 2019, YouTuber Kyle Godfrey attempted to contact Zozo at 3am on his Ouija board and made contact with an entity who said it was Zozo. However, Kyle took it further and asked the spirit if there was a specific phone number for Zozo. The entity gave him a number, 417-666-6666, and when the number was called, the lights went out in his room during the phone call, and poltergeist activity followed. And when Kyle ended the call, apparently the lights came back on. So don't don't look up Zozo on your Ouija board. Just don't do it. Don't don't try and call demons intentionally for what YouTube you said. YouTubers. Ugh. ugh. <laughs> Eye roll. I, I'll do anything for the clicks, but maybe not get haunted. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm good. 
Yeah, I'm gonna stay away from Ouija boards. Thanks. Yeah, man. Yeah, I don't know. They're just—I mean—they're just boards. People have made them out of pizza boxes and used shot glasses as planchettes, but it's the <laughs> it's entity. I've heard. No, I've heard that literally. Yeah. <laughs> Podcasts I listen to, but you know, if that's all they need is like some vessel or whatever some conduit to like talk to you then yeah yeah maybe some spirits will take that and they might not be good ones or they might not be good entities that you want to no it'll be a demon masquerading as a a friendly child hi i'm mr zozo yeah it sounds like mr boots mr boots and mr zozo's fun time happy hour (laughs) (laughs) Oh god. Come play with us. <laughs> is it um Oh, who the fuck is the guy that did those um like after school special? He had the sweater. Tom Hanks just played him. Mr. Dress Up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or Mr. Rogers. Wait. Mr. Rogers. That's it. Sorry, sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry. Mr. Dress Up is similar. He I think so. There was a also lot of had like, like a trunk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Mr. Rogers. Mr. Rogers neighborhood. Mr. Rogers. I'm next door. A neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> day in the neighborhood. Won't you be mine? <laughs> Mr. Rogers. I never watched any of them before my time. Oh yeah, it's a bit older, yeah. yeah. Pat was showing me something on SCTV with, um, oh, the actors from Schitt's Creek. Uh, Eugene Levy. Yeah, Eugene Levy and I want to say Catherine Murray. O'Hara. Catherine O'Hara, thank you. I was like, it's, it's, <laughs> her other name was coming to me. I was like, oh yeah, no, I knew they were on SCTV. I'm like, that was, that was a little bit over my time. We watched Kids in the Hall, but SCTV yeah. was like, yeah, it was like, it was like the Canadian, like, mad tv or like yeah. <laughs> you know snl or whatever i never really enjoyed snl too much like eh, it's not really my thing but mad tv yeah. yeah love mad tv and i used to read mad magazine yeah. <laughs> at the grocery store remember when magazines were a thing <laughs> I liked Mad TV, and this hour has yeah. 22 minutes, and oh, uh, yes. the Royal Canadian a- Air Farce. Oh, I yeah, Canadian classics too. as far as sketch yes. comedy, yeah, slash, you know, yeah. So news, good. Whatever, yeah. Not news, but, like, parody news, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this hour has 22 minutes. It was really good for, it was kind of like the news news it's, one yeah. like they have at the weekend update on snl it's like that kind of exactly. idea exactly and it's making yeah it's called that because like you know half an hour shows only have 22 minutes blah 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 yeah, yeah it makes sense so oh, good so i love funny. them all well actually some good shows have finally started again you know how you have nothing all summer now it's like <gasps> lego masters and now my two favorite like reality shows like Hell's Kitchen and Amazing Race have started again. Like, yeah. I almost forgot about the regular Amazing Race because we just got done with the Canadian one. And I was like, oh shit. Uh, now the regular race is on. 
Fuck yeah, baby. <laughs> I so I used to watch Amazing Race a little bit with my parents, but I don't know. It was never my favorite my mom thing. Loves it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know love they it. still watch it. I know they still watch Amazing Race. Because uh, we well, used to watch. Because like, to me, Big I don't Brother like to watch that and- stuff like for Survivor for like the the drama and the plotting i'm like i want to watch we a show where they, to... they're competing but they're like most yeah. of the time they're yeah you know what i mean they're just like running a friendly race right like they're not yeah like there's actually some skill to it other than just like voting people off or like you know what how it would yeah. be in big brother or, or whatever <laughs> we when i was younger we watched big brother biggest loser uh fear factor amazing race and survivor those were like all our shows they do some fear factory stuff the other day they had to eat a plate of bugs to get the express pass on the amazing oh god oh no thanks no pat's always like that is the stuff that i couldn't get past he's like where they have to eat gross shit and i'm like i'm just like asthmatic and out of shape i'm like i couldn't do the running <laughs> but also eating gross shit like probably not <laughs> and the stuff feel- with heights mm. yeah i feel like if i i would eat anything if you told me what it was after i had eaten it but if i knew what it <laughs> when was it looks like a spider it, it's kind of hard not to know yeah. Yeah, it's a spider <laughs> yeah exactly or the time they had to eat this cheese that's made with like literal maggots are still in it when they're trying to eat it Ew. oh my god it was sick oh, fuck. that's was so gross sick. oh my god awful yeah for a million dollars maybe i don't know <laughs> it's a lot. unless it was a guaranteed million uh, right no exactly because then you're just doing that just to, like to get ahead in the race and you don't even yeah. know that you're gonna win it oh my you could god. still lose that round and then go home oh then it wasn't worth it gross yeah which is why fear factor was so crazy yeah yeah (laughs) like you mentioned the fear factor i used to like that those were pretty wild not for like the gross things they had to do but the craziness like like fast and the furious level jumping from one car to the other or jumping off a semi onto a moving car yeah i were rappelling off a skyscraper <laughs> like your fucking tom cruise in mission impossible like oh my god we just watched the latest one and much as i uh, hate him as a person the movies those are, are always 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 ending. good <laughs> i i agree. i know they take you him. like 20 minutes to get into because you'd be like blah 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 yeah. and this corny mission as you choose to accept it and i'm like remember any of these people like it's the whole movies yeah. are just Where's simon peg <laughs> show me simon peg he was there yeah but the whole latest movie red is instead of it being dark like most movies and stuff nowadays game of oh. thrones season eight where everything's just dark yeah it was like red light overtones and first they were in a submarine oh. so i was like okay this is very like hunt for red october they're in a submarine yeah. of course there's like red lights but then like rest of the movie everything's like bathed in red light and i'm like poor tom cruise he's uh, getting so old he looks like he's melting like a candle <laughs> pat's like well he's in his 60s so i was like yeah true <laughs> yeah he's not top he's not the young tom cruise from top gun anymore uh, no 
Okay, good. But Riding like, that motorcycle. <laughs> then you look at Paul Rudd and fucking Rob Lowe, and you're like, some guys just yeah don't age. Although, Paul Rudd, there's been a couple of scenes in some of the last movies where I've been like, whoa, in that lighting, they made, he looks old. They finally did it. They made Paul Rudd look old. Him and Keanu Reeves. Oh my god, right. What are their secrets? Just being nice? <laughs> Maybe? I love the ones where they like find a, a lookalike in yeah. history and they're like, Ke- Keanu Reeves or like Nick Cage is a vampire. Look at this picture of them in the 1800s. <laughs> yeah. Those are my favorite. I've also been reading a ton of time travel books and different ones that are like I think I told you like you know recommended for people that like Outlander and oh we could start a book club um I found some good authors uh if you guys want to know just uh hit us up (laughs) yeah all right we did it that wasn't too bad yours was long but that's okay we're still I think we're still under like two and a half hours (laughs) oh yeah we're definitely under two and a half yeah we did it yeah we'll we'll catch you next week for stalker crimes we already spoiled that yeah (laughs) (laughs) it'll be a pretty intense episode most likely so i'm not fine yet but yeah (laughs) i can imagine Mm -hmm. so We'll see you then. Yes, and stay tuned. There'll be more bonuses and stuff coming up for spooky season. So keep Mm -hmm. it cryptic. Yeah, bye. Get back in your basket. Have another nap. You're so good when you have a nap. (laughs) You're so calm and quiet. My dog gave me the gave me the doings today. Before I bought him the treats, because I we had to refill him on his like little bones and stuff, his little doggy treats and whatnot. And then he was like, oh, and he's like throwing his tree toy around, like put toys in it. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh my god, buddy. Hey. He's being Little booted. Fucker. Just curl up in your basket. He's trying to rip all the stuff I have stuck to the wall down. Why is he so far up there? What is he on? <laughs> Nothing. Like, it's only like this oh. high, so he can yeah. stretch up and like Go right. way past it. But he just went like this and was like, I'm going to rip everything down. In one swoop. Just sit in your basket. Don't yeah. interrupt me. <laughs> it's your time out basket. Just have a nap, please. Okay. He's back in the basket. Go to sleep. Jesus. You might have to bring out the full name. No. <laughs> Gordon something Anderson. <laughs>
That was so funny. I was like, why is this dog named Gordon? Really? <laughs> Literally never happens. <laughs> yeah. It's not even that common of a name. <laughs> no. No, not at all. Oh, yeah. If, if, if we're leaving this in, that's because I was watching Friday the 13th last night on Friday the 13th, and they had a dog named Gordon. And I was like, Cassie! <laughs> yeah. She's literally yelling after this dog, like, Gordon! <laughs> right? It's, it's perfect. <laughs> yeah. I definitely have to full name him. I'll give him a middle name. <laughs> I'll have to look up whatever. Well, because he's... Is it Lightfoot? No, Gordowney. Gordon Downey. That's who he's after. I, oh, God. Uh, yeah, I literally get those ones mixed up so often yeah. that I've said Lightfoot more <laughs> times yeah. than I care to I mean, Gor- <laughs> he's named after Gordon Downey. So whatever right. Gordon Downey's middle <laughs> name is, that's Gordo's, I guess, technically his full name. <laughs> so oh, there you go. There you go. Sure. <laughs> I'll, I'll look up his Wikipedia after, and then when Gordo's being bad, I can yeah. full name him. This has been Castles and Cryptids. You can listen to our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Breaker, Pocket Casts, and our YouTube channel. Please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Reddit. On our website, you can listen to all of our episodes as well as view pictures for each of our segments. Check out our Patreon page to view all of our tiers and become a Patreon supporter today to unlock monthly bonus episodes and behind-the-scenes content. We are working on an Ask Us Anything. You can submit questions by social media or by email at castlesencryptids at gmail.com. Do you have a spooky ghost story, a creepy cryptid sighting, or a thrilling true crime tale you would like to share and have us include in a future episode? Send us your listener story by social media or by email please include the name that you would like mentioned. Our music is by Kobe Fair. Our logo and artwork is by Antonio Garcia. Thanks for listening!